Welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and fitness in 30 minutes or less. Show notes can be found at windswepknits.com. You can find me on Instagram and Ravelry as Windswept Monique, and on Facebook and Twitter as Windswept Knits. This is episode 93, recorded Friday, March 19th, 2021. Segments this week include FOs, whips, out and about virtually, on the run, and I've got sunshine. Quick note on Ravelry, all links to Ravelry in the show notes are clearly labeled as such. If it does not say Ravelry, it does not go to Ravelry. So it's been quite a week here. Um, Mother Nature seems to have whiplash or something. We're going between the highs of 20 and 30 and highs of 60 and 68. It's We're getting... The record highs are actually record lows, if that makes any sense. It's the lowest record high on, on record. We're tying those records, and then we're having record highs a couple days later. So the weather around here is is bonker balls. But it's nice because we're having spring in March, which is a little bit early for us to get spring. You know, we're, we have crocuses and snowdrops out right now, but the daffodils won't be out till next month, if that gives you, those of the rest of you a sense of where our timing is out here in the in the greater Boston area. But we're really enjoying having 16, 68 degrees, and this weekend is going to be gorgeous. We're going to get outside, do some hiking. We're taking the kids up to Lexington and Concord. My nine-year-old is learning about American history. They're doing the American Revolution right now, and they actually learned about the Battle of Lexington and Concord this week. And it has been it's going to be absolutely gorgeous and bright sun both days. So we are going to go toward Lexington and Concord and see the battlefield and actually see where um, my dad's ancestors, they were actually fought, they were Minutemen in Battle of Concord. So that'll be really neat because I'm not sure I've ever been there. And I grew up around here. I mean, maybe we did a school field trip there when I was in third grade or something, but I have no memory of this. So it'll be really neat to go learn about, you know, American history and also about our family. A quick Be a Helper Craft Along update. Just a reminder, I have extended the deadline to May 1st to make up for my lack of participation in February when I was just totally stressed and could not focus on things. We have uh, pattern and yarn prizes, and I'm debating making them into prize packs, but we'll see. I'm, I'm toying with that idea. But we, we definitely have some great prizes. A short reminder on the rules. Anything you make for any charity counts. It does not have to be knit, crochet, woven, or spun. Anything for any charity. One FO per submission. You can submit on the Google form that is linked in the show notes, or you can put it in the Ravelry group, whatever is safe for you. Whips are always welcome. Donating blood counts too. Finished objects. So in the past two weeks, I do have an FO, which is exciting. I finished my boxy. This is a tweaked Hohi Locatelli pattern. I worked it in hand-dyed lace weight bamboo from Spinaway Farm. I finished the entire thing, um, and it fits great. I'm really excited, and I'm thinking I'm going to wear it this week. We're going to be back in the 60s for a couple days, so I am planning to wear it this weekend. I'm excited. Whips. Works in progress. I've got a couple of those. Not as many as I, I normally do, but I do have a couple. I have been working on the Slice of Summer Shawl. This was my New Year's cast on using the Brenda and Heather Yarns Watermelon Shawl Ball. I am onto the watermelon rind. This is my purse knitting, so it gets a round or two most days with school pickup and all that sort of thing. I put a couple rows on the Tunisian Express. I'm using this shawl pattern to learn Tunisian crochet, um, and I'm actually getting the hang of it. It's getting pretty easy now. It's a simple and easy to memorize pattern. Also includes a great tutorial with photos. I'm using leftover yarn from my bell blanket and the boys' drinking blankets. 
and I have started two new design samples. I can't talk much about them yet, but I am very excited at what is coming. Stash. I do have some stash acquisitions. Uh, many of these are actually from the last month, six weeks or so, not just the last two weeks. Over the last six weeks, I've got a hold of nine skeins of Lion Brand Shawl in a Ball to make the Priestess Coat by Morale Fiber. I'm using the gray to white gradient for the body of the coat and a variety of jewel tones for the inserts in the hood. Or I should say, I will be using it. I haven't started it yet. But this will be my Rhinebeck quote-unquote sweater whenever it's safe to have Rhinebeck again. I have the yarn. I'm practicing the Tunisian crochet, so I, I've got my skills ready. I'll go ahead and swatch. I've got the right size hook, so I'm very excited. If they give us the go-ahead, I'm going to definitely start it this summer. I might start it this summer anyway and just wear it next year if, if they say that Rhinebeck is postponed. But, you know, I just, I love this coat and it would look great in the fall, Rhinebeck or not. I have also got some new yarn for some new patterns that I am working on. I am excited to be working with Haiku's Pop Cycle. It's a 50-50 bamboo polyester blend and every skein uh, uses two recycled plastic bottles, which is really excited. You know me, I love recycled and reclaimed fibers. It makes me so happy. On that note, I also got some new Barocco Remix Light, which is 100% recycled fibers. It's made in France. Remix and Remix Light are both approximately 30% um, nylon, 27% cotton, 24% acrylic, 10% silk, and 9% linen. It's a very soft, tweedy yarn. Um, it's, got, it's, it's not slubby, but it's got a lot of texture to the yarn. It makes great sweaters. Remix is worsted weight. Remix light. It's labeled DK. I find it hovers more between the sport and DK. It's a great for like those shoulder season garments where you want a light sweater, but you don't want something really heavy. I like the Remix light for that a lot. And lastly, I have got some Valley Yarns Southwick, which I've only ever used once to knit a hat out of. That's um, some yarn my younger son picked out when we were on vacation a while back. And um, he wanted a purple hat, so I, I had some Valley Yarns Southwick and made him a purple hat with it. But I am going to be knitting a garment in it, so um, a sleeveless top. So I am very excited because Southwick is really smooth and silky and soft. It'll make a really comfortable top to wear. So I am very excited to be playing with all of these yarns. Out and about virtually. There are a lot of fiber events happening online this winter slash spring. Vogue Knitting Live at home is this weekend, March 18th through 21st. So if you're listening right away, you might be able to find a class. I don't know. I haven't actually been keeping track of this one all that well. Stitches at Home is wrapping up this weekend. This is the second weekend. They do the two weekends in a row for Stitches at Home. And March 20th and 21st is the second weekend. Fiber World is currently running an online March Madness event. Go ahead, visit their website so you can vote. The GGKCS podcast is having their annual Sheepiest Spring Owl along. Visit their Facebook page for more details. And if you have any events that you would like me to share, please go ahead and DM me or email me, windsweptmonique at gmail.com, and that is linked in the show notes. On the run. So I, yeah... Um, it's been a fun two weeks, so I am in physical therapy for one knee and managed to injure the other knee. So now I'm in PT for both my knees, which is so much fun, since my house is built into a hill and I have to walk up a flight of stairs just to get in the front door. It's been a great couple of weeks here. <laughs> oh, fun times. Uh, but after all that, so I've got I've got one knee, 
So I'm supposed to stay active. I've got one knee that likes to walk and doesn't like to bike, and one knee that likes to bike and doesn't like to walk. So after sitting and talking with my physical therapist on Wednesday, we have mutually decided I need to get back in the pool. So for those of you who are newer listeners, I used to be a swimming teacher. I used to swim a lot. I used to swim like about a third of a mile a couple days a week, pre-pandemic. And I really ha- I have not been back in a pool since. Uh, we did some swimming in the ocean last summer, but but that's it. So I spent yesterday morning touring a couple gyms around me, and I've got another one or two this morning to see what they're like, and then i got to choose which gym I'm going to join so I can get back in the pool. I'm probably not going to use the rest of the facilities till I get my, my vaccine. I'm on the docket to get a vaccine around here in about a month-ish, give or take. I mean, it may take longer to get the actual appointment, but I will be eligible in roughly just under a month. So uh, in the meantime, swimming need to get in the pool, need to exercise, need to get exercise without putting weight so much on the knees. So that's going to be fun. I have to be honest, I am looking forward to getting back in the pool. I know I'm going to have to start from scratch because I haven't done any kind of distance swimming in over a year at this point. And I'm, I'm but I'm looking forward to it. I know I can build it back. I've got to dig around. I have a, I, I wear glasses for those of you who know me in, in person. I, I have very thick. I have thick glasses and uh, I can't wear contacts. So I actually have prescription goggles to wear in the pool. So if any of you wear contacts or glasses and find being in a pool challenging, I found that switching from plain old goggles to prescription goggles made a huge difference when I was really starting to get into it, being able to actually see the bottom of the pool for some reason flipped a switch in my brain. And I have no idea why this is, but I don't know if it's a safety thing. I, or, you know, primal instinct thing, but just being able to actually see my surroundings in focus made a huge difference in me becoming a better better swimmer, like, like instantly, like suddenly I could swim, you know, not a ton longer, but uh, like the, the that that kind of slightly panic feeling you have when you need to take a breath, but you ha- you're not quite there yet. It definitely abated a tiny bit once I was able to see my surroundings in focus. Um, for those of you who don't know me, you know, I can't even read... Um, you know, piano music without my glasses on, or I need, I need my glasses on to read a book even. So swimming, you know, seeing the bottom of the pool in the deep end, not a chance. <laughs> it's just a big blue blur at that point. <laughs> but I got to go, since I haven't swum in a year, I have no idea where they are. So I've got to go dig those out. But it looks like I'll be signing some paperwork today or tomorrow and probably back in the pool by early next week. We, we do have some family plans, as I mentioned, this weekend. So I'm not going to do it this weekend. But You'll probably find me in a pool somewhere come Monday morning or Tuesday morning. So that'll be nice. Weird, but nice. I've got sunshine. So this was a couple days ago, but we watched the Dropkick Murphys concert on St. Patrick's Day. So this was the second year in a row that they have put on a free St. Patrick's Day concert last year. Um, for those of you in different parts of the world, in the Boston area, basically everything suddenly shut down on Friday the 13th of March. Like, the world just kind of came to a screeching halt. Things had been slowly getting weird the pe- previous week or two. Uh, the Biogen concert con- uh, conference had been a couple weeks before that when we had our big cluster that started to spread through the community. But Friday the 13th, my son came home. He had a scheduled half day that day. Everything was normal. And then about 4 p.m. that afternoon, we got an email saying the schools would be shut for three weeks. They didn't go back till September. I mean, they, they went back virtually, but they didn't go back in person until until September. So that was when everything weird happened. Dropkick Murphys are a local Irish punk rock band. 
they're um they're huge hits around here because they're our local boys and they have their their most famous song is shipping up to boston which is a bit of a local anthem and they always put on a st patrick's day concert in boston uh so but so last year they threw together a concert with four days notice virtually over the internet uh to raise money for charity and then they did another concert over the summer at fenway park in conjunction with the red sox also to raise money for charity this one wasn't for charity this one was we haven't been paid in a year. We need to pay our crew, which, you know, that's awesome. Good that, you know, they need to, the, the crew needs paying too, because they haven't worked in a year. But, you know, th- this band does a lot of really good locally. They've worked with so many charities around here. Their music is so much fun. And, you know, they've managed, they raised, I think, a three quarters of a million dollars last year for various charities, just trying to keep local businesses and alive and, and families fed and stuff. They do a lot. So we love, we love the Dropkick Murphys. They're great. So we let the boys stay up. You know, we're all singing along to yeah, Queen of Suffolk County and shipping up to Boston, Rose Tattoo and all that kind of stuff. And we had a great time. You know, the grown ups say Chad Guinness in her hand. And yeah, we may not be Irish, but, you know, everyone's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> so it was just, it was something fun. And it was kind of just a little, I don't know, I don't want to say a dose of normalcy, but it was kind of an, a fun way to ring in a year of, of lockdown, as it were. Well, that's the end. I do have to run. I have an appointment to meet somebody at a local health club in about 20 minutes, so I have to hit the road and go see another pool. Hopefully things are good with you. Things are doing okay here. And uh, if I see another disgusting shower, I think I might scream, but that's okay. <laughs> I, I have some favorites in the, in the hunt for a pool already. I've seen some very disgusting gym showers in the past couple of days. But I hope <laughs> I hope your knees are doing better than mine. And I will talk to you again in about two weeks. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye.